Welcome to WP Review, a show that looks at WordPress news, offers opinions, and brings you new and helpful tools to build better WordPress websites. This episode is brought to you by Creator Courses. My name is Joe Casabona. And before we get to the review, I do want to tell you a little bit about my online course website, Creator Courses, at creatorcourses.com. I am mentioning creatorcourses.com in these upcoming episodes because I am getting ready to launch the biggest update to my Gutenberg course since 5.0 came out. And it's going to include lots of features, uh, lots of updates, a a new site that we're building out, a new walkthrough of the editor, the updated interface, of course. And there will be the option to add on the full site editing course as well. So there will be a whole course, a whole section on how to use full site editing in WordPress that will get updated a bunch uh, between when 5.8 comes out and when we see more and more features added to it. So it's a tall order for myself. That's why it's an add on on top of the block editor. So definitely check it out. Head over to creatorcourses.com and you can use the code WPREVIEW, all one word, for 20% off any of your purchases. That's creatorcourses.com and use the code WPREVIEW for 20% off. Okay, now let's get to the review. So a lot has happened uh, since the last episode uh, for example, GiveWP was acquired by Liquid Web. That's in a special episode. I'll link that in the show notes. Uh, but there is a special interview in this feed over at WPReview.io. Uh, and right before I hit record on this episode, uh, Brian Krogsgaard announced that he sold his share of Post Status, the WordPress news community that he created. Uh, 10 years ago or eight years ago to Corey Miller. So you might recall that he brought in Corey as a partner, I think within the last year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, And today, uh, May 21st, as I record this, he announced that he sold his shares uh, of the company to Corey Miller. So Corey will be taking over the helm of post status uh, I so I want to wish Brian um, the best. I know that he has a few other things that he's working on. His uh, ledger status is one of them. Uh, so he's gotten uh, pretty big into uh, cryptocurrency and he's doing really well there. Um, and uh, actually, you know, I need to review this post again. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to continue with e-commerce journey. Uh, he actually doesn't mention that at all in the post, so uh, perhaps he'll he'll continue on over there as well. But uh, Ledger Status, uh, a a community and uh, podcast Ledgercast for blockchain blockchain and cryptocurrency education. And I remember when he started this and I thought it was super interesting. So I just want to wish Brian all the best. Uh, Congratulations on, first of all, creating this fantastic community. I gladly pay $99 a year to be part of that community because uh, the first year I was a part of it basically paid for the next, 
I don't know, 20 years, maybe. Um, and so I will happily be a part of that community. Uh, I'm very excited for Brian for what he what he's going to do next. And I'm excited to see the direction that Corey Miller takes post status in. Corey is an absolute great guy. Uh, one of the nicest people, uh, certainly in the WordPress space, but maybe one of the nicest people I know in general. And he's very focused. He, of course, built iThemes back in, I think it was 2008, that sold uh, in, I think, 2018 to Liquid Web, uh, and he successfully exited that company, and they're still rocking and rolling. But, um, uh, you know, Corey's doing a lot of uh, other things, coaching and, and building these communities, and uh, I I just think that Corey is the, the perfect predecessor. Predecessor? Nope. Successor. <laughs> Corey's the perfect successor to fully take over the helm of post status. So uh, congratulations to everybody involved. I'm excited to see what happens so that's the that's the positive stuff um there's a little bit of so i had a bunch of stuff in this outline and it just kind of blew up over the last couple of dates um full site editing uh the next challenge uh well so they they're asking um over i'll link all of this in the show notes but uh, full site editing, uh, they need help testing widgets uh, for people who want to do that. Uh, the next full site editing challenge is out, which is to build a WordCamp landing page, uh, which is interesting. And the feature freeze for 5.8, as far as I know, I haven't heard anything different, is in just a few days as I record this. And so that's when I'm going to really start doing the course in earnest. Uh, not that the feature freeze has meant much depending on the release and who's calling the shots for the release, but it's the best I can do to make sure the course is out around the same time as 5.8. And so I'm really banking on the fact that there are no major interface changes, at least. Uh, May 25th is the feature freeze for 5.8. Uh, that will have Gutenberg 10.9, if I'm not, maybe 10.7 if I'm not mistaken, whatever the latest one uh, that's out on May 25th. So um, I was going to talk about that, but a little bit of WP drama is happening. Profile Press. I don't use this plugin, so I'm a total outsider for this. I'll just say um, <laughs> uh, Profile Press, which was originally WP user avatar, is making waves in the community uh, because the, I guess the plugin was acquired by a person uh, and this person then uh, killed their original profile press plugin and uh, replaced WP user avatar with what is essentially a, a membership plugin Um so it's called, you know, the, in, in the tavern, you know, Justin Tadlock has um, the full story over on WP Tavern, which I will link in the show notes over at WPReview.io. Um, but, you know, he talks about uh, this is kind of called Profile Press Lite because uh, Profile Press has a, a premium version. Uh, and, um, you know, so that needs to be differentiated. Uh, so... Pre 3.0, the latest version that came out, I'm, I'm quoting the story here, WP user avatar was a simple plugin for managing how avatars were handled on the site and allowing custom photo uploads 
on a per user basis. Uh, it's an eight year old plugin and, and people seem to love it. Uh, in April, 2020, uh, the uh, plugin was uh, taken over uh, by somebody else. And uh, in 3.0, uh, it essentially it, it, it is barely recognizable according to uh, the tavern. Um, it's got a lot more features. It looks like it's essentially a membership plugin or at least a profile management plugin. And it's, it's getting bombed. Um, people are giving it one star reviews on the, uh, on the plugin directory. And generally people aren't happy, you know, um, the the top comments here on the tavern to me it seems like these folks aren't aware the community is watching i deleted the plugin simple straightforward people are listing um you know that it's been forked and this is a really bad bait and switch and things like that now i this should come as no surprise to you that i have maybe a different perspective and this different perspective comes from uh, an interview that Matt Medeiros did with uh, Collins Agba Agbanama. I'm sorry, Collins, if I'm pronouncing your last name incorrectly. Uh, he is the Profile Press founder, and Matt asked him a few questions about uh, the big chain, uh, the big change, and and everything. Um, you know, when he acquired it, they're a small team of three. Um, he, you know, he's aware of the feedback that he's gotten. Uh, now, he says in this interview, since the update, I've had a flood of emails asking for even more features. Despite some negative reviews on the WP plugin directory, the vast majority of direct feedback has been very positive. And we're going to have to take his word on that because we don't have access to his inbox. But, um, you know, it's it's I I don't think it's far-fetched to think that the the people who are angry are going to leave bad reviews while the people who are happy will email and ask for more features. I, I think that's probably a common thing. Um, and again, I haven't actually looked at the reviews uh, for the plugin, but, um, you know, may, maybe if we look at uh, some of these reviews. All right, so the last, like... Yeah, there are tons. Uh, over the last like couple of days, uh, it's just all one star reviews. Don't update. This is terrible. So, you know, that's not uh, the last five star review was two days and twenty three hours ago, um, and then an hour later is the first. Oh, okay, but actually, so that's a five star review in the middle of a bunch of one-star reviews. Not, this is not good po podcast content. Um, so I have a few thoughts on this, right? Uh, the first is, I mean, it's bad communication on part of Profile Press. Um, just good user experience dictates that big, big changes are bad for the user that you want to do those uh, piecemeal. You don't want to change an entire interface on a user because now their knowledge of how to use 
the software goes down to zero. And further, uh, this, you know, this is a single serving plugin for a lot of people that did a single job. And it was not good to completely change that, I don't think. I think if uh, the Profile Press team wanted a clear path to get users from the free plugin to the paid plugin, uh, there were better ways to do that. I know over on my How I Built It podcast, uh, the events calendar team talks about how uh, Freemius has been a really good tool to to encourage upgrades and things like that, and they've been happy with that. So, yeah, this was a complete bungling on the part of the profile press team from that perspective. You can't you can't just flip a switch and and change software without even communicating it. Um and and giving a warning, right? Um that said, uh, I think that perhaps Anyone who gets stuff for free, right? Uh, this is people who get free plugins in the WordPress directory. A lot of people in the open source field in general. Um, I shouldn't say in the open source community, right? Because these are the people who are contributing and giving their time back. But people who get stuff for free are notoriously entitled. And Collins mentions that in the WP Minute. Um, you know, he says... Uh, that, um, you know, reasons he, he made the, the change, of course, but um, he says maintaining free plugins is uh, unpaid lab- labor, but surprisingly very demanding. You get droves of users demanding help. Um, and, and that's absolutely true. The people who want things for free or cheap are going to expect the most because they're cheap and they want to get the most bang for their buck or not buck. And they don't see the value in hard work. That's an epidemic, I think, in the word in in the WordPress user space. Uh, but it's it's bad among anybody who gets anything for free because they don't want to spend money. They don't see the value. Um, but I think this is also indicative of the fact that there's no clear path for people in the .org directory uh, to get from free to paid customers. Um, you know, besides seemingly annoying the users by making changes like this or flooding the admin uh, notifications uh, by saying like, hey, you should totally upgrade. There's no clear path for the people who are dedicating their time and their money to put out free plugins and themes to make the ecosystem richer, right? We saw the Banhammer get dropped on Astra because they added affiliate links to some of the copy within the theme and they broke the rules. I'm I'm not disagreeing with that, but 1 million, 1 million active installs for a free plugin, that support is not free. They're putting out a lot of really good stuff in the free plugin or in the free uh, theme. And there needs to be a clearer path for monetization. And I mean, this is this is in part because Matt Mullenweg's credo seems to be, uh, you know, do things for free for the good of the software. When he was on the Matt report a few months ago, he said that it would be great to see like free tutorials 
without like affiliate links done for free, 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 free. Um, making videos is hard. It's a lot of work. As somebody who has pivoted to being a content creator, uh, it it's unfeasible to do high quality work completely for free. And it's easy when you've already made your money off of the open source software and you've got a ton of, you got more money than you know what to do with. But for the people who are grinding, who want to help the, I want to help the community. That's why I put out this show. Uh, that's why I put out the free content I do put out. But it shouldn't be expected that everything should be free. And yes, Profile Press fumbled hard. They shouldn't have done it. It was a bait and switch. But I think if there were better tools and a clearer path to monetization for the people who are putting their time and their effort and their money into putting out these free tools, I think we would see less of this and less of the admin notification spam. So that's that's my take on it. Take it or leave it. Let me know what you think. Uh, I'm on Twitter. And if you head over to WPReview.io, you can leave a comment or share the episode, right? I, just let me know. Um, so that is, that's my take for the week on all of this. Now, for the main segment, I have a very special interview. Uh, lots of news, right? GiveWP acquired Brian Cogsgard stepping down from post status. And Robert Jacoby has taken a position at uh, Cloudways as the director of WordPress. And so I got to interview him after the announcement. Uh, and we talked about what exactly that means for him, what that means for Cloudways and WordPress in general. And so here's an interview I did with Robert. I hope you like it. It digs into a lot of fun stuff. All right. I am here with Robert Jacoby. If you saw the news last week, he has joined Cloudways as the director of WordPress. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today for uh, the main segment of WP Review. Robert, how are you today? Well, I'm doing fantastic. This is so exciting. Awesome. Well, first of all, congratulations on the position. This is uh, this is great. I'm really glad to see Cloudways uh, bringing you onto the team to to managed a lot of their WordPress stuff. Thanks so much. I mean, really, I feel lucky to be part of this uh, amazingly bootstrap company, really. I mean, just really crazily successful over the last seven years. Yeah. And, and so that's interesting, right? Because I mean, I've, I've been in the WordPress space for a long time. Cloudways is a, I think a relatively new name in that space um, compared to, you know, the WP engine and, and anybody else, uh, uh, <laughs> Pagely was the other one I was we, trying to think of. We can say their names, WP yeah. <laughs> Engine, you know, SiteGround, yeah. Kinsta, oh, yeah. Liquid Web. I mean, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I blanked on the one I wanted to say, and I'm like, who am I trying to think of? Um, but uh, but Cloudways has been around for a while, but they're is it fair to say they're relatively new in the WordPress space? I, I think our, you know, concentration on WordSpace, uh, WordSpace WordPress has been uh, – you know, relatively new. Uh, we've been very successful in sort of PHP application hosting, Magento hosting, and, and and a lot of our customers are WordPress customers, but it's not necessarily the fact that, you know, we've been like, oh yeah, we should now care and feed for WordPress as, you know, 
as much as we, we, you know, sort of haven't been in the past. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So before we get into kind of your uh, responsibilities with the company, um, uh, from what I understand, are, are you the first director of WordPress? Correct. It is a new position that's really focused on sort of this WordPress business unit. So they've kind of, you know, reorganized, reconsolidated, understood, you know, the markets where they're, you know, being where we Cloudways are being successful at. And WordPress is certainly a, you know, tower vertical silo that is getting much, much more attention. Awesome. That's that's fantastic. And uh, just to give the listeners a little bit of uh, background, I think you're very well suited for the job. Before uh, before you joined Cloudways, what was what was kind of your uh, your your main gig? <laughs> Boy, d- depends which year you ask. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I ran an agency based on open source for almost two decades, and at that time, we focused on a content management system called Joomla. Uh, heavily involved in the project, was president of the project, and then migrated into the sort of the WordPress ecosystem with a company called Perfect Dashboard that was acquired by WP Engine. We worked with a lot of hosting providers at that time. And then most recently, really just sort of being a analyst strategist and you know media head around open source, WordPress, SaaS, and hosting services. And, you know, that's been and will continue to be an ongoing sort of media uh, uh, resource for people. Yeah, yeah. And so you you have uh, a newsletter which I always want to call Morning Coffee. Is that is that right? That's, that's uh, right. Yeah. That's I guess that's why I always want to call it that. But you you have the <laughs> and yeah. I wish it always came out in the morning. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. The afternoon coffee is is gives you the boost for the rest of the day. Um. And I, you know, your newsletter uh, is is uh, interesting to me because you you generally focus on one story. You have the blurb that takes to the website, but then on on the bottom where you have like the cold brew, right? The stuff that you've been writing about for the rest of the week. It, it, that's is that accurate? Yeah, that's right. So I, on the daily, it's 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 that topic of the day, and then I try to pick something else that may have been posted yesterday or the day before. Sometime, you know, it's it's. It's cold, but not frozen coffee. So yeah. there's, nice. there's still relevancy to it. Yep. Yeah, and and just as somebody who puts out a weekly newsletter, where I do more long form writing, there, putting out a daily newsletter is is I imagine tough sometimes, but it's very news focused. Yes. So I it, it's it's meant to be topical, you know, top of mind issues, you know, commenting, you know, and. and Yes, I cheat. I steal from a lot of great resources. You know, if you you look at like W, you know, P Tavern or Gutenberg Times, and you know, if you really want to deep dives into content, those are great places to go. I I like to look at it as uh, having a different audience and making them aware of these resources. So it's I, I you know, I'm not so hyper focused on WordPress all the time, though. That's a significant portion of the content. Or, you know, again, like Gutenberg times where it's, you know, deep, deep dives into Gutenberg and all the resources. Uh, you know, I want WordPress people to know about stuff that's happening in SaaS and hosting and domaining and then vice versa. People that are, you know, entrenched in hosting SaaS and domaining to understand more about what's going on in open source and WordPress. Yeah. And so that's actually interesting you mentioned that because one of the stories that 
uh, you sur- you surfaced for me and, and provided some extra context was uh, around domains and, and TLDs and a potential potential price hike that that domain owners might see, right? Oh, it's 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 happening. It's not yeah. potential. I mean, dot com <laughs> is raising prices, and I think the last uh, pricing uh, hike already kicked in, or is about. To, it's it's really on the verge of kicking in if it hasn't already happened. And you know, over the next three years, uh, Verisign, who owns dot com, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they they've they've planned it out. So if you're not thinking about it, uh, there will be price hikes. But but big but. First of all. You know, to the end user, these these are these are price hikes that are going to be less than a cup of coffee in the course of a year. Mm-hmm. So you, you're talking about one to two to three, maybe five dollars increase uh, in what you're paying for your dot coms. So I don't, you know, I personally think about it. If you're running your business around that stuff, that really should not matter. If you can't afford a, a cup of coffee, then, then honestly, a domain name price hike is a much, you know, that's the least of your problems at that point. I don't mean to diminish anything like that, but it's just the fact that, you know, these are not absurd pricing uh, increases. Uh, You know, on the other hand, for domain speculators who have a thousand, two thousand and number of domain names. Yeah. That's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, not that this episode is kind of focused around that, but uh, I think you're right. Like a domain is is a critical part of your business. You know, if you had a storefront, it wouldn't be unreasonable to think your rent goes up every every couple of years. And or, or that you need to repaint the sign because it's been weathered. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe that's even a better analogy because it's not like domain prices go up every year either. Correct, and so. and not in any like you know certainly rent prices go much higher than just a can of paint. Right. Exactly. I like that. Um, so, so all of this to say is that you have your ear to the street in, in the WordPress space. Um, you know, I, I, you, you broke a, an acquisition a few weeks ago, I think it was. Um, and it's totally, it's a security related company that's totally escaping my brain right now. And I don't have the, so, uh, Sectigo acquired SiteLock. SiteLock. And, yes. Yes. And I, I know many people know SiteLock and Patchman, you know, as, as a core, as a adjacent company, uh, and part of the SiteLock acquisition. And yeah, I was actually surprised that that did not get as much play in the outside press. Uh, it's, it's a pretty big deal. The SiteLock you know, is bundled in with hosting packages and uh, purchased as a separate add-on by, boy, well, certainly saying thousands would be uh, a a small number, but, you know, tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, So it's a a pretty big deal for Sectigo to acquire SiteLock. And uh, I'm sure we'll hear more interesting things from Sectigo and how they look to monetize and integrate it into their own existing solutions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, um, you know, all of that to say is I think that this is a, a really good fit for you. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about how your position at uh, Cloudways came about? Did they did they post something publicly? Did you approach them? Did they approach you? Were they like, we want to do more in the WordPress space? So uh, great question. Thanks, Joe. Thanks. Uh that was uh, a, a, a private outreach by uh, the executive team at uh, Cloudways, and nice. we, you know, started some discussions. We talked a lot about vision and mission, kind of how we 
see things going in the WordPress and, uh, you know, not just WordPress hosting, but, you know, how do we provide service value, uh, uh, equality, you know, all those wonderful things that, that are, you know, WordPress.org mission critical. How do we, you know, make that happen, uh, you know, around the globe? And the best part was we really saw eye to eye on these things. And, you know, it, it, it was uh, kismet, karma, you know, any of the K words there <laughs> that, uh, you know, it, it was perfect connection. That's that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, when we were talking um, kind of pre-show, you mentioned that this move, and I, I like the way you said it here, that this move uh, by Cloudway shows that they're going all in on WordPress, right? I mean, WordPress is in your title. It's not director of open source outreach or whatever. It's director of WordPress. So uh, what what falls uh, under your uh into your purview of responsibilities at Cloudways? So, you know, we like to say that we have sort of three core business units. One, focusing on PHP applications. Great. So that covers everything from Laravel to custom SASs to whatnot. Then there's, you know, we have a very solid Magento business unit practice. And this WordPress role involved and now is strictly, you know, a business unit of its own as, WordPress, you know, Cloudways, WordPress, and, you know, everything from strategy to partnerships to community to, you know, product, you know, that is underneath uh, that, this new uh, WordPress business unit. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of work uh, for me to do. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's great. And so is there like a director of Magento as well? Or is this like a uniquely WordPress position? Like, is this unique to... Uh, what they're trying to do in the WordPress space, what you're trying to do in the WordPress space. So as it's kind of, you know, restructured itself around, you know, these three business units, this is sort of the first title around that. Yeah. Gotcha. Very cool. Um, There are certainly business owners for Magento, for PHP, but, you know, this has really been carved out, honestly, because it's one of the, you know, biggest, fastest growing spaces to be in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, so I, I like that because, you know, I've met some of the team members. I met Asan, for example, at WordCamp US, um, very nice team, really great. But what what I like about this move is you understand and are embedded in the WordPress space uh, in a way that, um, in at least a much more organic way than than somebody from the outside coming in and going to WordCamp. So I think that's maybe fair. It's not a knock on anybody at Cloudways, but I think this is a really good move because you under you already understand the community. And that was certainly part of the equation. Uh, you know, that you hit the nail on the head. It's like, okay, great, we're getting out there, but we're not really as integrated or connected, networked with the, the giant greater ecosystem as we'd like to be. And so this is exactly why the, the role and uh, position are That's, you know, created yeah. and so on. That's awesome. Uh, so as we kind of wrap up here, what uh, what are the first few things uh, on your plate as director of WordPress at Cloudways? It's, it's, I, I do have a pretty solid, you know, like quarter by quarter plan. Yeah. And we'll just start with just quarter one. Quarter one is just really tightening up our community engagement, you know, making sure we're having the right kind of conversations and 
and right doesn't mean we're right mm -hmm. just talking to the right people and you know getting feedback in a lot of cases understanding you know where have we you know missed opportunities to contribute back to the project for example how you know how can we get more involved with that um that that's a, a new much stronger commitment so you'll see us much more in like WPCLI you know really you know backing things like that awesome. uh, on the open source side and yeah we, we want people to know that we're doing that too so yeah for know, sure um uh, you know, it, it's just really exciting and just hits like all my personal buttons. And I, you know, uh, you know, having a company that's bootstrapped itself up, you know, to this position and being able to be like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to sponsor some developers that are going to take care of this on the open source side. And yeah, we're going to be, you know, involved with WordCamp Europe and, you know, WordFest and all these other things moving forward and participating in sessions and, you know, on make.wordpress.org and, uh yeah so yeah. Th things that so that first yeah. quarter project is really just getting knee deep in all these things yeah that's great and and what's great is that those are things that i mean you uh are already doing right i think you were you were the mc for my WordFest talk last year right um uh, january ja oh gosh january yeah i mean yeah oh, pandemic time it's like a month is a year so, <laughs> um but this is great well robert congratulations again if people want to learn more about uh, about you and about Cloudways, where can people go? I'm just going to tell you, just go to cloudways.com. Yes, you can look me up on you know LinkedIn, Twitter, mm -hmm. search Robert Jacoby, but Cloudways, all in, uh, Word, you know, WordPress for the win. Thanks again to Robert for joining us uh, this week and, and telling us a little bit about the position. All the best, great, uh, great good, good luck to him in everything that he does. Uh, and I'm excited to see what happens with Cloudways. Lots of exciting things happening here in 2021. Uh, now let's wrap up the show with a recommendation. I like to recommend a theme plugin or event at the end of the show. And I just rolled out the redesign to how I built it, how I built it. I'm working out some of the kinks, but uh, one of the things I wanted to do was have different navigation for users who are logged in and users who are logged out. I want to surface some of the membership stuff for my members uh, while promoting the membership stuff for uh, non-members and, and logged out people. So uh, thanks to Chris Lemma and a blog post he wrote, I found a plugin called Nav Menu Roles by Kathy Darling. It is a fantastic single serving plugin that does exactly what you expect it to do. You can create a menu, a single menu, which is what most themes support, um, uh, or at least a single menu in a single menu area, right? I would love to see more themes or maybe full site editing support showing one menu for logged in users and another menu for logged out users. But Maybe we don't need that because we've got nav menu roles. So the way nav menu roles works is you go to your menus that you've created, you go to the menu item, and then you can choose the display mode. You can choose to show it to everyone. You can choose to show it to only logged in users, or you can choose to show it to only logged out users. And if you choose to show it to logged in users only, you can restrict the menu item to a minimum role. So if, uh, for example, if you find yourself as the admin always going to a single spot in your WordPress website, you can have that in the main navigation and restrict it to only uh, administrators. So the way I've done this is I have a menu with about 10 items. 
Uh, some of them are for everyone, but some are for only logged out users, like the uh, the encouragement to join the club. And some are for only logged in users, like a direct link to the account where they can get all of their member benefits. So I will link that in the show notes as well. It's called Nav Menu Rolls. It's available for free in the WordPress plugin directory. So if you have WordPress, you go to plugins, add new, search nav menu roles. That's three different words and uh, three separate words, I should say. And you can get it installed and working very quickly. A big fan of it. It works perfectly. So uh, that is it for this episode of WP Review, episode 16, I think it is. Uh, thank you so much for listening to get even more WordPress insights and to subscribe to the show. You can head over to WPReview.io slash subscribe. You can find all of the show notes over at WPReview.io. And if you liked this episode, share it with a friend, let them know, Hey, if you want more WordPress news and Joe Casabona's sometimes unique takes on the WordPress ecosystem, check it out. Thanks to Creator Courses for sponsoring. Until next time, I'm Joe Casabona, and I'll see you out there.